0: boop boop ray what
1: my name is ray and i am funky and i'm the host of science monkey god made the oceans he made them last and on the seventh day he made this podcast yeah
0: did God really make the oceans last? I don't know. I had to rhyme. I it. It. Okay. I think he made them on the third day. We'll have to go check. Do you know what I was doing there? <laughs> A bad rap battle.
1: That was my tribute to Prince. Oh, okay. And, wow. <sighs> some we fan Right you over my head. Because which song were you riffing on? That was My Name's Prince.
0: Ah, oh, okay.
1: But I won't. My name's Ray. I'm already
0: embarrassed me, you
1: know, Funky rhymes with science monkey. A mm-hmm. name check Prince because it's relevant to today's topic. Before we get there, mm-hmm. we have some viewer mail.
0: Ah, uh, yes, we do. Listener
1: mail. No one actually views Listen, us. Yeah, Let me add up the email here. So our first email comes from a listener named Catherine, who will go further unnamed. Catherine writes, Hi, I just finished listening to the most recent episode of Science Monkey and wanted to reach out about one of the last points that was made. Graham, hmm. Graham said something about how people can have very different metabolic rates. Right. and I've actually been reading... Doing lots of research about this over the past few months, and to my knowledge, this point is neither true nor supported by the scientific ah. literature.
0: At it's, this point, I'd like to point out that my PhD is in classical Chinese literature. But... Which is the kind <laughs> in of my science. defense. <laughs> so on... what do I know about metabolisms?
1: <laughs> Catherine continues, on the contrary, barring medical conditions, specifically those related to thyroid functions such as PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, there is actually remarkable consistency with regards to basal metabolic rate. Height, weight, Mm, and age, (laughs) and sex, although it appears to be less than was once thought, are the factors that affect basal metabolic rate. But in two men with the same body mass, the same age, and the same height, there isn't any significant difference between their BMRs. As well, you can't really damage your metabolism, as is often believed. In studies of anorexics, once they return to a normal weight, their BMR does as well. This supports the idea that metabolism is pretty stable both across individuals and within one person's life, although BMR does decrease with age, weight loss, etc. So the book excerpt that we've linked on our website, the one called How an 1836 Famine Altered the Genes of Children Born Decades Later, doesn't actually mention changes to BMR. Instead, it discusses other disease risk factors and earlier death that may be influenced by parental exposure to famine.
0: You've unquoted Catherine already. That last bit was you. No, that was Catherine. That was Catherine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That report on that study, that article... Uh, mentions increased obesity, but it doesn't say what the mechanism was. I was the one that assumed that the obesity was stemming from a change in metabolic rate, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So, yeah.
1: so me a Culpa, people, mm-hmm. um, clearly we're not experts on many things, <laughs> <laughs> but we do the best we can.
0: So what I want to know then is what causes the bounce back from when people go on diets? I guess what's happening is... No, I guess it's proof that your metabolic rate remains constant regardless of what you do, because... No, no. This is, this is what the theory I've heard, that you gain more weight after you're going to diet because your body actually slows down its metabolism to try and get you back up to the weight that it thinks you should be at. But
1: I'm not going to express an opinion on this. All right. In my, in my experience, nutritional sciences are under such constant evolution that yeah. whatever I say today will be disproven next week. I don't know.
0: Also, there's a terminology thing. So what Catherine's referring to is basic metabolic Basal grade, metabolic right? rate, BMR. Or, or basal. Metabolic rate. Now, what's the other metabolic rate? The metabolic rate that's
1: there's functional metabolic rate term, that med- increases when you're exercising, yeah.
0: and so forth. That's okay, it.
1: yeah. Right. We should have one day have an actual expert on this topic, and
0: yes, you know, and to educate yeah. us all. So, we correction: have- basic metabolic rate doesn't change that much across individuals of equal weight, equal sex, and equal age. age right? That's great. Right.
1: So we have another uh, comment. This is from Melissa who doesn't challenge us on any of our points, but instead says, I wanted to say thank you for your first podcast. I, too, read the article about breastfeeding and intelligence, and the stress it caused me probably contributed to my postpartum depression. Hearing you dissect it helped me to rationalize that I had done the best for my kids, despite one study's flawed findings, and they will likely grow up to be healthy, intelligent, and happy, not because of the little breast milk I killed myself to give them, but because I spend as much time and energy as I can engaging with them, and talking to them about all manner of things in the name of learning. Yay, maybe. we changed the world. We did a good thing. Or maybe change one person's <laughs> perception of the world. Oh, that's great. We have another question, which if we have time, we'll get to later because it's actually a question that requires a more detailed answer. Mm-hmm. Before we get there, let's jump into today's topic.
0: Oh, is Catherine the first responder in nutrition? or She is not Okay, right. an expert in nutrition. I thought maybe we could get her to come on there.
1: She podcast. probably is more of an expert than we are, so perhaps we could get her to come yeah. on. Okay. Hey, Catherine, want to come on Science Monkey? <laughs> we can't pay you, but we'll give you um, whiskey.
0: That's right. <laughs> we should get some Science Monkey mugs or something. Swag. Swag. So what are we on to now? Our topic today... And thank uh, you, listeners. For thank you, responses. listeners. I keep
1: them coming, by the way. We have other uh, viewer mail, um, all congratulatory of our... Uh, <laughs> Our expertise and our suave manner. One person actually suggested that our voices are too deep. Too low. So we're going to uh,
0: feminize it slightly. I don't know. I don't know if feminize is the right word. That's true. It's not the right word. I'll edit that out. We're
1: going to um, raise our pitch slightly.
0: I'm going to kick you in the nuts. (laughs) We'll do the podcast that way. Free of charge this time. So generous. (laughs) And we should just get some helium because it's all leaving the planet anyway. We should get it while it's still here. While it's still here.
1: Today's topic has to do with our favorite celebrities dying. Mm. And this year, uh, both Graham and I had uh, the horrible experience of having to deal with David Bowie's death. We're both big fans of David Bowie. I
0: think other people had to deal no, with it. No, it was just it. us. <laughs> we had to
1: deal with it alone. Nobody understood our pain. And, of course, then Alan Wickman died, yeah. and uh, Merle Haggard, and most recently Prince, and, of course, scores of other famous mm. people. And this has got people on the Internet talking all the time about how is there a, a curse of 2016 right. where celebrities are, are dying more commonly than in other eras or years? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Graham?
0: No, there isn't.
1: That's the okay, easy Okay, next answer. topic. <laughs> well, There's actually a, something called the curse of Aaron Ramsey. Have you ever heard of this? No. Aaron Ramsey is a, supposedly a, a soccer player. Football
0: Supposedly a era. football player. We, <laughs> can, we can verify that. Was, was he or was he not a football player? And
1: there's some trend that anytime he scored... Uh, a famous person would die. Ah. So apparently he scored and then David Bowie died and he scored and the next day Alan Rickman died or, right. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it had to be a British celebrity. Mm-hmm. So in Britain, apparently, people are all about the curse of Aaron Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Completely unknown here. It's a
0: lot to put on Aaron Ramsey. <laughs> He's doing fine. So I think this must be a case of the white van effect.
1: Isn't it? What's the white van effect? White
0: van, I don't know if I'm citing that properly. Where if you s- suddenly notice a white van in front of your house and... It catches your attention, and then you start to be suspicious of it. Then you start noticing white vans everywhere, because you're, mm. you're looking for them. And so it's not really a change in your environment. It's a change in how you're selecting what you're focusing on in your environment.
1: I've never heard the term white van effect, mm. but yes, that is what is happening. It has a different name in population sciences. No, it's the white van effect. <laughs> I think there are two things <laughs> happening here. There, uh, we call them uh, detection bias mm. and information bias. Right. So detection bias is what you've referred to as the white man right. effect. And mm-hmm. That's when, simply by looking for a thing, you find that thing. See it more. Yeah. So I give it a famous story about detection bias. It's not famous at all. It's famous in my life because mm. I tell it all the time to my students. I was involved in a, um, a study in South America where we were. Upgrading a certain country's ability to deal with Mm HIV/AIDS. And the project implementation plan for this particular project in South America had to specify how we're going to measure success. Mm -hmm. Now, the project involved training doctors how to treat HIV patients better, Mm -hmm. it involved training villagers and civilians, how to deal with palliative care of HIV uh, patients. And it dealt with empowering the labs to better detect more cases of HIV-AIDS. Okay. What F- part of
0: South Africa was this? South America. Or? Oh, South America.
1: Sorry. Yeah, I won't specify the country, but it okay. was mostly urban. urban. Mm-hmm. And um, part of our implementation plan required us to specify how we're going to measure our success rates five years later. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that were on the list of, of, of measurement indicators was the number of HIV cases would decline after five
0: years. Mm-hmm.
1: Clearly, though, if we are improving the country's ability to detect cases, right. we're going to find more cases.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: yeah. It's not true that more cases are actually incident. It's right. just true that we're finding more. Mm-hmm. they yeah. are always a high number. So that's a case of detection bias. The right. act of looking for a thing actually causes us to think there is more of a thing. Right. Yeah. White fan effect. True. Now, the other half of the celebrity Issue is the information bias. Mm. Uh, in this case, it's a kind of information bias called ascertainment bias.
0: Okay.
1: So information bias is changes or lack of specificity or vicissitudes in how something is defined. All right. And there's a whole host of different kinds of information bias. But the ascertainment bias aspect of information bias has to do with the definition of a thing. Right. So, so who counts
0: as a celebrity? Who counts death? as a celebrity? And right. what counts as death? <laughs> well, I
1: think when your career is over, that's there. right. In population sciences, the most common source of astrometean bias is something like redefining the diagnosis criteria for a right, disease. Right. Right. So there was a time when AIDS was defined not through a, a test of, of serum or saliva, mm-hmm. but by visually appraising yeah. a patient. Right. So that caused a, a change in, ha- in how many cases we detected.
0: Right. So yeah, what constitutes so Well, of... psychological disorders, are, this is rampant, right? Because every time they bring out a new DSM, they redefine things. All of a sudden, things appear and go yeah. away. In fact, mm-hmm. if you we were to
1: look at diabetes rates in the USA over the past 100 years, mm-hmm. suddenly the rates dropped dramatically sometime in the 1930s or 40s. Right. And that's because the definition of diabetes changed. Right. It wasn't because mm-hmm. something dramatically changed yeah. in terms of the population's response to diabetes. Mm-hmm. So in the case of celebrities, right. if you said it correctly, what's a celebrity? Yeah. yeah. So think about your grandfather's generation in the 1920s or something. Mm-hmm. What was a celebrity back there?
0: Right.
1: Well, probably it's a film star. Yeah. Today we have like YouTube stars, we have mm-hmm. soccer players, we have politicians, we have wealthy business people are mm-hmm. celebrities mm-hmm. now, and so everyone's on our radar as being a celebrity. Right. That's the first thing to consider.
0: Also, people are getting older. You know. They are not. Yes, we are. Aside from, well, oh, let's see. I guess they're all fairly young. Bowie, Rickman, and especially Prince. Right? They were all right.
1: So Bowie was sixty-nine, Rickman was sixty-nine as well, and Prince okay. was fifty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. But in general, you're right. So let's say the new era of celebrity definition Mm -hmm. was, what, 1970s or so? Yeah. that's when There's an explosion of of celebrities. And those people are now entering the dying years, as it might be. Now, there's been a couple of studies on this. The BBC podcast, more or less, actually Mm. went through all the BBC obituaries and tried to see, in fact, those who warranted a BBC obituary, Mm. or naturally celebrities whether that number had increased over time. No, it hadn't increased over time. Mm. And there's another study that I will uh, post a link to on our website. Uh, looked at famousdeaths.com, I think the website is called. Mm -hmm. is that amazing? There's a website called Famous Deaths?
0: (laughs) They have websites for is so-and-so alive yet, and you go to them and they say yes or no.
1: (laughs) One day we'll be on that list, (laughs) Greg. That's right. And But Famous did the same analysis and they found, no, there are no changes in terms of the uh, um, number of famous people dying over mm-hmm. time, at least in the past five or six years that they've done the analysis on. Right. But we live in a unique era. We have more information.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So all these new phenomena may emerge.
0: And social media drives us too. It seems to be, uh, we have this sort of very large public outpouring that feeds upon itself. and And so I think once... People get into the morning mode for one celebrity, then any other celebrity that comes along instantly gets caught up in that, right? So, I think this is all
1: cover for Aaron Ramsey. He's out there killing people. (laughs) We have another question from a listener, and this listener is actually a dog. Nice, I know we have first question from a dog. Dogulus Prime. How do
0: they type dogs? Very carefully. Maybe they have some sort of barking recognition. No, that that, that extra
1: sort of claw they've got by the elbow. That that, always
0: freaks me out a bit. That's the typing claw. Okay. The so, typing claw. It's a typing rebellion in <laughs> da- China.
1: Dogulus Prime is a dog and uh-huh. says, Woof, hello gentlemen, I'm wondering something about planets.
0: He's a polite dog.
1: Indeed. How long would civilization last if the sun were to suddenly die or disappear, I imagine? Days, weeks, or months?
0: It's a neurotic dog. It's worried about the sun.
1: I'm glad sun. someone's worried about this, even yeah. if it's a dog.
0: See that it's the curse of intelligence. You start to worry about these things.
1: So this is actually a fairly common question that appears. Well, if
0: the sun were to blow up or do something catastrophic, we're not going to last very long. So the question is: is I'm not going to use the word that starts with P and (laughs) sounds like Uh, (laughs) "ozit." The question is based on the assumption that the sun just blinks out of existence. That's right. Okay. So we've lost all of our source of heat. I'm curious to see how,
1: how you work through the the problem.
0: I assume we can go. Underground, uh, what is it, what's the, the question? Civil- is how
1: long was civilization civilization. Yeah, we can break that anywhere. Like how yeah. long would would um, uh, life last?
0: Right, right. That's a good question. Let's we're, break it down. First, we'll first of all, our, we'll, first of all, we're gonna have artificial light and artificial heat for a long time. Okay.
1: Break it down before that. Okay. Before we do break it down, I want to point out that this has been well discussed on the internet. Apparently, it's a common question. Okay. And in fact, there's a YouTube video that we'll link to. Uh, physicist Brian Green really? talks a bit about it for a minute. There's a Business Insider article that goes uh-huh. deep. Follow the journals to look into this. Business yeah. Insider went a deep analysis into this question.
0: Well, they want to know how much longer they can sell crap after the sun <laughs> is gone. <laughs> how but long will this business there, be there, viable? There are
1: two major forces at work here. Mm-hmm. There is the gravitational pre- presence. Oh, i completely... Right? forgot about and that and there's the light and heat
0: so wait a minute Everything, all the planets are just going to float away and they're not going to have, oh and then what's that going to do with aren't there inertial forces I mean will the... yeah.
1: which happens first does the light and heat stop coming or does the gravitational forces stop coming I
0: think the gravitational forces it's
1: would... a good question so Newton believed that you were correct that gravity would affect us instantaneously but yeah. we know light travels through space yeah, and right. takes time so it takes light about 8 minutes to reach us from, mm-hmm. from the sun right but Einstein showed us that gravity travels at the speed of light. Yeah, at the speed of light. So in fact, the effects of gravity and light would affect us instantaneously. So we've got
0: eight sometime. good minutes before everything goes to shit. You know?
1: But we wouldn't know about it. So if the sun disappeared right now, we wouldn't know
0: until eight minutes later. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, we'd have that idea. We well, wouldn't know.
1: But then the people on the other side of the planet who mm-hmm. are in nighttime mm-hmm. right now wouldn't even know for seven minutes after that.
0: Unless the gravitational effects are felt well, then, well, everywhere yeah. on Earth at the same time. That's true. So one of
1: the first things they'd notice probably is they'd stop seeing the moon. Mm-hmm. Because the light from the moon, the light from the sun would stop the being would reflected, out and right. then the light from the planets, other planets, mm-hmm. would take several right. more hours. Right, because we see Mars and Venus and Jupiter mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. the sun reflects off them, so they'd blink out as well. Yeah,
0: we generally aren't looking at those. Good, on, Venus, maybe. But that's not the serious effect, though. The serious effect is okay. how long we can stay alive for. Well, I have no idea. There's so many variables. Do
1: you think we would freeze to death instantly?
0: No, of course not. Why not? Just what we—the Earth already holds heat in in the ground.
1: That's right. So the Earth actually has a pretty good carrying capacity yeah. of heat. The
0: water is, is carries heat. I mean, probably mm-hmm. could live off of that heat for a little while.
1: So in fact, they they think it'll take about—wait,
0: wait—I'm gonna say we could last for a month. There you go.
1: Okay. Well, the projections I've read about suggest that within days, the world would be 100 or so degrees below freezing.
0: Just days? Just days. Wow. Within
1: weeks, it would be just 50 degrees above absolute zero. Holy
0: crap. Okay, yeah. so a month is way too optimistic. To
1: <laughs> now, if for some reason we're able to marshal all our resources and build nuclear reactors underground, right, right. maybe... But how we generate food? Our entire ecosystem is based on photosynthesis.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So
1: exactly. that would stop instantaneously. Well, if we
0: if we could have some sort of infinite energy source, we like say we do nuclear, and we don't care about the radioactive waste hmm. um, because we need to survive. You can power lights, you can power hydroponics, you can. I mean, not many people would survive. That's right. Maybe if. A thousand yeah. people or something, but they could live for a long time. But the absolute fifty degrees above absolute zero—I don't. Yeah, that's pretty intense. <laughs> I think Cold. I think
1: um, life would persist. Yeah. Something resembling life, yeah. some bacteria, for example. Civilization would last weeks at the most. Right. Days probably.
0: Yeah. Wow. Cause, that's that's quick. Because a, a
1: city has what forty-eight hours worth of supplies in mm. a given time. Right. Right. So that would stop instantaneously. Okay. But uh, that's interesting. human race be done with. So there you go, Dogulus Douglas Prime. Scott you got your answer. His answer yeah. So just have your bone now and enjoy it while you can. <laughs> so, uh, have you got any questions for me, Graham?
0: Not right now. No. I have many no. questions okay. for you then. Okay, go for it.
1: So this is our segment called "The Facts, Facts and the Furious." Furious. The theme music. Da, 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 da. Graham. Yes. What do you think the first city in the world was to use computerized traffic signals? Oh. Uh.
0: Before you so computerized, I was going to say something in Samaria. But, um, okay. Computerized traffic signals, the first city in the world. Uh, I want to say somewhere in China, maybe somewhere in South America, maybe. Uh,
1: this will shock you, by the way.
0: Oh, OK. So it's totally counterintuitive. Is it a city I've heard of?
1: It is indeed a city you've heard a of. A large metropolis? A large metropolis.
0: Oh, well, then I'll say something like New York City. It's a good guess. Yeah, it's Toronto. It is Toronto. Oh.
1: Where we are right now in the right. Science Monkey Studios, downtown Toronto.
0: Yeah, we are we are in the new studios of Science Monkey. That's
1: right. And I'm I'm so frustrated today because I was half hour late getting here because yeah. of the bad traffic, traffic in exam. downtown Toronto. Right. So clearly those computerized traffic. Signals Before were they out.
0: were computerized, what was going on? Just a timer. The, I think there was a
1: monkey inside the thing. Kind
0: of <laughs> a little man, switching. a homunculus. <laughs> um, <laughs> So by computerized, you mean that they can adjust the signal duration based on traffic and so on and so forth?
1: I think it means there's a computer attached to it. As opposed the, to a timer.
0: <laughs> exactly. I don't even know what year this
1: was. Could, right. That year would tell us how advanced Apparently,
0: it was. The, the TTC, a lot of this, the, the delays on the transit system are signaling things. They're supposed to be upgrading the signaling system on the subway over the next two years and it's to improve things. Well, anyway. wow. We'll see what happens.
1: Okay, more questions. What's the only mammal with legs that cannot jump?
0: I think I know this. I think it's an elephant.
1: That is correct. Yes. No, I've made it very specific. Usually people say, what's well, the only animal that cannot jump? Yeah. But, you know, I think a whale is an animal that it can't jump.
0: Jumps out of the water. Oh, damn you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and also, elephant knees are like human knees. They all bend that's the same right. way. That's right. same direction. Which is, Probably one of the reasons it's difficult for them to jump, and then also just being so huge, I would think. And they don't really have an evolutionary need to jump. That's right.
1: Okay, what's the only continent with no active volcanoes?
0: I was going to say Antarctica, Australia.
1: That is correct, sir. Ah. I'm impressed. All right, on the same trend here, what's the only continent with no reptiles?
0: Because Australia is full of poisonous stuff, though, so it makes up for no volcanoes. No poisonous... Rep- no reptiles of any kind. No reptiles of any kind. There. There's an entire continent without any reptiles. Yeah. That must be Antarctica. There it is. It's so, a yeah. giveaway.
1: Yeah. So speaking of Antarctica, what percentage of Antarctica is actual land versus ice?
0: Actual land, 36.3%. Where did that number come from? <laughs> Out of yeah. my ass. What
1: percentage of, of grey is rectum? If you, want to,
0: <laughs> if you want to sound authoritative, you would to be precise. You don't have to be accurate. <laughs> Just be precise. We can talk about the difference between precision and accuracy.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. We can say that later. So apparently only 2% of Antarctica is
0: land. So the rest of it's ice. Yeah. So is it a continent?
1: Suddenly I'm not that impressed by it. Yeah.
0: So I would like to see a map where they remove the ice and just show the the land. I'd like to see many things. Is that on the pole? Where is that land? As the ice shrinks, that Hmm. number is increasing. Right. So, That's what true. I would prefer is rather than a percentage, an actual square miles.
1: You yeah. prefer many things that you're not going to get. <laughs> I'm
0: not going to get, not for lack of trying.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, do all polar bears hibernate?
0: Do all polar bears hibernate under normal circumstances? Yes. I mean, right now they probably aren't. As Forget much. climate change. Okay.
1: Polar bears typically do they hibernate?
0: I've heard that very few animals actually, really, truly hibernate, and I, so I'll say polar bears do not hibernate.
1: That's correct. Not all of them do, but oh. some of them do. What kind of polar bears hibernate?
0: The sleepy ones. There are different species of polar bears?
1: No, I'm being deliberately vague here. Okay. Not different kinds of species. Within the demographics of polar bears. Old, young, male, female, oh, okay. two-legged, um, three-legged. Boom, boom, boom,
0: boom, boom. I'll say older male polar bears. Only pregnant females hibernate. Pregnant females. So they gestate during the hibernation? That must be the case. The um, species question reminded me of something. I haven't actually independently verified this yet. What is the full... It's uh, scientific name, the Linnaean term for uh, lowland gorilla. Gorilla, gorilla. Gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. Oh, it's three of them. Three gorilla of them, cubed. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Which Jeez. reminds me, if you have a missile, yeah. right, and you have another missile that's the anti-missile, that's the anti-missile missile. Right. right. If you have a third one, which they do now, they have the third one, that's called the anti-anti-missile missile missile missile. I think if you count them all up.
1: Great. I feel dumber now for some yeah. reason.
0: <laughs> and finally, do you know the buffalo one? please. Okay. Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. That's a valid right. sentence in English. I'll let you figure it out. But,
1: but my one question, there. Is, can Buffalo be a verb?
0: Yes. All right. If you Buffalo someone, you're intimidating them. I see.
1: So the Buffalo from Buffalo is intimidating the Buffalo
0: from Buffalo. Yes. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Look
1: at that. We, we parse that sentence well.
0: So I you are for I... a scientist, you're pretty good at language. <laughs> for a linguist, Apologies. you're pretty good at science. Apologies to all the scientists out there. <laughs>
1: So the last set of questions have okay. to do with, we should do this again some other time, is the, the, the word for groups of things.
0: Yes. Oh, like the flock and the murderer. Exactly. No, right. Right. So
1: obviously owls, group of owls is?
0: Oh, uh, it's a murder of crows and a bevy of owls? No. no. Geese. A
1: parliament of owls. A parliament. Oh, yeah, right. that, yeah. Geese. A group of geese is?
0: I said bevy, but that's not right. right. A gaggle. Gaggle is gaggle. correct.
1: Uh, whales? Pod. A pod is correct. Foxes?
0: Ooh. A coven. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Uh, a
0: skulk. A skulk of foxes. of foxes. I like that. Yeah. Do you know what larks are? They're a kind of bird. A group of larks? <laughs> uh, a larceny? An exaltation. Wow. Yeah, In fact, there's a book on this very topic called An Exaltation of Larks.
1: Interesting. Good yeah. name for a hipster band. Mm. So, uh, kangaroos, a group of kangaroos.
0: Pouches. A pouch of kangaroos. Mob of kangaroos. A mob. Who decides this stuff? Apparently, kangaroos can be quite dangerous. You know, you know the cartoon where the, the boxing kangaroo. Yeah, well, they don't that. they don't box with their upper with their, with their, limbs, their but, their but feet, they yeah. they actually rest on their tails mm-hmm. and then just kick the shit out of you with their back legs, which are very powerful. You know, you know Killing the reason
1: for that is instantly. is that not of volcanoes are
0: keeping that's right.
1: <laughs> so, how about a group of rhinos?
0: A cornucopia <laughs> of rhinos.
1: It's a crash of
0: rhinos. A cra- All this is good. Yeah. I like that.
1: Uh, and the last one is uh, a group of frogs.
0: A group of frogs is a flotilla. It's an army of frogs. It's an army of frogs.
1: I want to segue from there into the very okay. last question. Okay. And that is, what country is the world's biggest exporter of frog's legs?
0: Exporter? Yeah. China? No. Okay.
1: China consumes a lot of frog legs.
0: I like to say China. Well, I know, because I said that because pine nuts, it used to be Italy, I believe. And then China took over the pine nut, so you get
1: so logically, of course, frog, frog legs. Yeah.
0: I see. Yeah. So which country is it?
1: Well, the internet seems to think it's Japan or endless the, internet memes. You're always Japan citing there. the internet, but it's not correct. It's actually Indonesia, <laughs> Indonesia is the world's biggest yeah. exporter. That makes Con- sense. What country consumes the most frogs?
0: Well, I would say France
1: is France, Belgium, and the USA. Oh, Okay,
0: USA. Yeah, and eats a lot of frog legs. There are
1: 3.2 billion frogs every year that are consumed by people, to the point where some of them are going extinct. In fact, the California a red-legged frog, Rana Draytoni, went extinct in the 19th century because the Californian gold miners
0: ate them all. Ate them? Wow. Look at that. Sucks to be a frog. So they eat the whole frog. It's not a bunch of little legless frog frogs. Legless flogs? say that again. Legless frogs.
1: Regorous flogs. Regorous... <laughs>
0: Rigorous... <laughs> Rigorous. <laughs> dear
1: listener we haven't started drinking yet. (laughs) no
0: maybe we should
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right i think that's all we have for today what does that bring us to in terms of time 28 minutes
0: 28 minutes we don't we don't have two more minutes of gold that we can we can mine (laughs) i got more questions okay let's do one more question all right here we go i'm a sucker for for round numbers but of course even after we get to 30 minutes you're gonna edit it that's right in
1: fact all this banter here will get going read it out almonds this is a multiple choice by the way okay almonds
0: are you talking about a nut Oh, yeah. It. You said almond I know. initially. And, and I'm going to edit and that I out. I almost left the room. Yes. Okay.
1: Almonds uh-huh. are in the same family Don't as... edit that
0: stuff out. You should have your flaws. It's part of the, the joy of listening to the podcast, for me at least.
1: Damn hmm. you. Hmm.
0: Almonds are what?
1: Same family as A, peanuts, B, dates, C, peaches, or D, bananas.
0: Hmm. Again,
1: peanuts, dates, peaches, peaches
0: or bananas. bananas. The almond brothers. Almond. Um... I heard recently the bananas are a type of berry, but I don't know if I believe that. I'd have to look that up. I don't think almonds are. uh, Peaches, dates. I'll go for peaches because it just sounds ridiculous. You are correct. Yeah.
1: The family is called rosaceae, if Uh I pronounce it correctly. And that includes plums, cherries, raspberries, and roses.
0: No gorillas. No gorillas, gorillas,
1: sadly. I wish we had stopped the frog question. This one's kind of lame. But there it is. We didn't introduce ourselves, we, I just realized. That's oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I
0: said, oop, oop, Ray, Watt, and that was the extent. There it is. Yeah. I'm here with
1: uh, Dr. Graham Sanders, and he's here with,
0: with who? With Watt D'Ananda.
1: Right uh, Until next time, this has been Science Monkey. Go visit us at sciencemonkey.ca.
0: Eek.